think today's gospel offers a very fitting conclusion to our time together as we've been reflecting on the theme of the prodigal spouse. Jesus talks about the gift of peace. We are all, I'm sure, familiar with peace, and we've had times in our lives of great peace and tranquility. But the type of peace Jesus is talking about is different. It's different because it gives us the ability, the grace of the Spirit, even in the midst of complete chaos, complete turmoil that surrounds us, to not allow ourselves to become anxious or disturbed to be that calm amidst the storm that surrounds us. This is the peace that Jesus gives. It's not like the peace the world gives. And it is a peace that can only come through one place. And that is real, intimate prayer and communion with Jesus. This type of peace can only come through that. And so if I say, no prayer, no peace, it's really true. You may experience the peace the world gives, but to be able to truly maintain peace amidst the chaos that comes in life, we need to have a deep, real prayer life anchored in Jesus not just saying prayers, not just reciting words on a piece of paper, but really sitting and being with the Lord and allowing him to shower his peace upon us. How can we envision this prayer? And even more, how can we envision and understand this type of peace? I think we can look once more to our parable a parable of the prodigal son. Because the truth is, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of turmoil going on in this parable. The pain and the turmoil of a son demanding that his father split the inheritance. The chaos of him leaving the house. The turmoil of the sin that he's engaged in of the brother and the father and their relationship. And even then, towards the end, the chaos of the younger, the older son refusing to go into the house. If we're going to look at it, though, amidst all of this, we can see one example, probably the best example that we can imagine, of peace amidst all of this chaos and turmoil. And that is of the father embracing the son. And it provides, I think, a very good meditation to imagine ourselves as the son, so distraught and filled with sin and anxiety and shame. The peace that he must have experienced in being embraced by the father. And even the peace that the father experienced in welcoming back his son amidst all of this that was going on in their lives, potentially the greater chaos in the world, this scene of the father embracing the son is that perfect image 
that icon of the peace that the Lord wants to give to us. We may be able to sort of understand it at a time where we have been embraced by a loved one and the peace that has come over us, particularly if we were experiencing shame or uncertainty or fear. But deeper than that, it becomes that icon of what the true prayer that I've mentioned is. It's not doing something, it's not staying busy, but it is resting in the embrace of the Father. A true peace that comes through Christ. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You have to be and allow yourself to be received by the Father. In the midst of all the chaos, if we can experience this true real prayer, then we are going to be able to experience the peace that the Lord gives us. As we've been talking about, though, so often when there is chaos in our lives, instead of running to prayer and to that communion and the embrace of the Father, what do we like to do? We like to put up walls. We like to shut ourselves off from all of the chaos. We think that's peace, but in reality it's not. Because behind the walls, the anxiety is still there, the fear is still there, the insecurity is still there, the shame is still there. It is not a real and true peace. And in fact, it causes more turmoil for the people that we lock out, for the Father whom we lock out because of our walls. And so the message of earlier today, of learning to become vulnerable, of dropping the walls, we can be fearful because we can say we're going to be attacked, we're going to be hurt, we're going to lose our peace. But the truth is, what should surround us is the embrace of the Father through our prayer and existing in that, allowing that peace to overflow to the rest of our lives. That no matter what kind of storm we encounter, no matter the arrows that are flung at us, no matter what kind of chaos is there, we will be able to maintain peace in our hearts, in our marriages, in our families, in our culture and lives, if we anchor it in the peace of Christ, the peace that comes through prayer and being embraced by the Father. Amen.